Creativity is contagious. Pass it on in any way possible. Albert Einstein. Hi, creatives. Thank you for joining us on this new episode of season three of Bring Up Creativity. I am your host, Daniela Bonte, and I am a full-time entrepreneur and the lead graphic designer of my Toronto graphic design studio, Danielle Labonte Designs. I'm on a mission to inspire creatives like yourself to pursue your creative dreams one podcast episode at a time. Whether you're new here or an avid listener, I'm incredibly happy you're here, and I'm really excited about today's all-new episode. Hey creatives, I'm bringing you what feels like a completely overdue solo episode here on Bring of Creativity. I personally love these types of episodes because I feel like I can get way more personal with you all, which means my coffee is piping hot. I love a good story time. So let's just get right into it. I've had this episode planned for a while, and needless to say, I've been really excited to record this, and I'll tell you why. October is one of my favorite times of the year. I love sweater weather, hot cups of coffee, the food that comes with harvest season, horror movies. I know some of you may find that weird, but some of you might just get it. The baked goods, like the foliage and the colors, the decor. But like, honestly, before the list continues to go on and me argue why I think October is the best month of the year, you can see where this is going. I pretty much love everything about the month. But in relation to what you might see on ep- on this episode's uh, podcast title, it is also my birth month. I am recording this so that this airs near my birthday to celebrate with you all. Um, huge disclaimer, I'm not a huge birthday person, but I figured this year I should make more time for myself and celebrate with my favorite group of people, and that being all of you. So I hope you all have your own coffee or tea prepared because in today's episode, I'm going to get personal um, to talk about getting older and the truth behind the amount of pressure I have put on myself throughout the years with perhaps my financial, business, and even personal life goals due to the number or an age and uh, what I'm looking forward to in this new year of my life and how I'm learning to love and appreciate, ultimately, just getting older. I actually tend to be a pretty secretive person to those around me. It takes a while to open up, but to all of you who perhaps maybe listen to a couple of these episodes, you might feel like I'm an open person. I found actually this podcast has truly shown me it doesn't hurt to open up, because we can all relate in some way. And I joke about this all the time in so many of my episodes with my guests, but sometimes we just truly don't have unique experiences. We've all gone through something at some point in our lives and can all relate in some way. I'm going to get right into it. Let's start with just aging in general and some of the fears that I have that have come with it. I used to get really excited for birthdays, excited to get older, and to be able to sound, I, I, I'm like quoting this in the air, but like wiser to people I met in the business world. I often really didn't like telling people my age when I started my business or even the first couple of years in. And to be honest, I still don't. I find that perhaps, and this is just an assumption, and I, you know, people might call me out for this, but I have always found that it doesn't matter if you own a business or maybe you're in the corporate world, that perhaps those who are in their late 
30s and, and you know, in their 40s can be taken more seriously. And I was always afraid to tell people I actually started my business on a part-time freelance basis during my college years in my early 20s. Not to mention, perhaps I am feeling this way and I have felt this way because I've been told my whole life how much younger I appear to look due to my smaller size. This used to grind my gears for real. I knew I had so much to offer and felt like to compensate for my age or how I looked to people that would often assume how old I was when I was a lot older. I I was beginning to overdress and put on more makeup to try and look my age just to be taken seriously. Meanwhile, I feel like a lot of people, if they talk to me and we were able to chat about topics that I had a lot of knowledge and experience and passion in, perhaps they could have assumed I was not as young as maybe I looked, but it really bothered me. So when it came to running my business in the beginning, I took it upon myself to not share my age and sell myself very professionally, like I said. But here I am at the age a lot of women personally might be getting married or are married and having kids. I'm seeing it a lot more on social media. You know, we're posting things a lot more about our personal life. Or in business, I find that women my age sometimes might be posting financial numbers on how to make 10 to 20K months or have expanded to have made their business have a team of 15 plus or more. Funnily enough, I guess I have finally reached that age I used to deem as wise. And I had a lot of goals and dreams I thought in my late teen years and early 20s that I thought I would have hit by now. Instead, my life and aging has been different. And some days I really do find it hard to accept it didn't go as planned. But I truly am a firm believer. Everything happens for a reason. I am glad my life has gone the way it has. And I am so thankful and grateful for the way things have gone, even the ugly. I guess I'm going to kind of take the hardest part out of the episode first. I'm going to talk about it first, get it out of the way. So let's go on the, let's talk about the personal level of myself and my fears of aging. Ladies, and even men, sometimes we really do set these predisposed standards that we should be married at this certain age. We glamorize this number that we had hoped to be engaged at, married, when we want to have kids, buy that white picket fence house in the suburbs, and the list goes on. I, I really did have this list. I'm not kidding you. I thought that by 25, I would be engaged to a man that I was with at the time on a very long-term basis. It was about five years, which you could probably guess now didn't end in the way that I had really hoped it would go. I thought I would have been married to him by 27 or 28, maybe. And then I would have kids with him at 30. This was my list. I scrapped that list. Literally, I never wrote it out. It was just a mental goal note that I had in my head for the longest time. But mentally, I almost burned that paper because that was so toxic of me to do to myself. I ended things with this man. And I started fresh. So literally, like I said, I burned this paper. I crumpled it up. I threw it in the trash, whatever visual you want. This is because I knew deep down when I was 25, this was not my husband. 
And I listened to my gut as hard as it was and just started fresh. I was so crippled with anxiety on whether I was making the right decision. Everyone I knew at the time out of my friends and unfortunately what was showing up on the algorithm for my social media were in serious relationships and living with their partner, husband, or fiance, whatever we want to, whatever we want to call them. I distinctly remember progressing near my 26th birthday. I took myself to my favorite cafe and I said to myself, it's time to start over and just get over these set goals I had on my age. Put myself first and what I need and determined what I need for the rest of my life personally and in my business. Let me tell you that 25-year-old me was not happy one bit. I might have been doing well in work, but work and financial freedom truly does not dictate happiness. And it it definitely allows you to live a, a lifestyle that you may want, but I truly was not happy at the end of the day. It, it's it's about who you surround yourself with, your support system, and your mental health at the end of the day. You should be your biggest cheerleader. And some, you know, we have cheerleaders in our lives. I've made an episode about the people that you need in your circle, but we should be our biggest cheerleaders at the end of the day. Ending a huge chapter of my life at that point was hard. Now, in hindsight, I might have some older listeners saying, that was so young. Why did you do that? Why did you think that way? And I think it's because you've hit that point in your life where you realize, damn, I maybe I wish I made that change at that age. Or you have so much time. Why did you feel that way? But it really felt hard in the moment. But now, in hindsight, a few years later, I cannot tell you how much of a blessing in disguise those hardships and events were. I was also upset. I just hadn't hit my personal goals that I had set on myself. Like I said, based on society, what you're seeing online and my age, social media is so hard on people now. I sound old saying that, but I just will firmly believe this till the day I die. On a positive note, I am now happier than I could have imagined and so excited to celebrate my birthday with friends that mean the world to me, my family, and a whole new human that really does treat me like gold. Even if I don't have the life I thought I would have at my age, I think my life is a million times better. But I truly did go through every fear I had in my early 20s of being in a long-term relationship thinking that that was my person and having to end things and not being, you know, in a home that I thought I would be at in my age. I don't know, making a certain amount of money or going through the life stages that I thought I would be going through. I I really am a lot better with the fact that my life didn't go in this specific order I had planned. Hi, creatives. I'm coming at you with a whole new level of sending emails to your audience with Flowdesk. You might have heard me talk about it before, and if not, I'd love to introduce you to it. Flowdesk makes simple, intuitive software tools to help entrepreneurs like you grow their businesses through custom email marketing. As a business owner, I have tried every email marketing system imaginable. But with Flowdesk, I have found a significantly higher conversion rate in my bookings and online sales by sending emails because it really does create seamless, fluid, and beautifully designed emails that are easy to read and stand out. If you haven't hopped on email marketing, 
consider this a sign to start scaling your brand by communicating with your audience on a personal and creative level. Below in this episode's show notes, you'll find a custom link to provide you with 50% off your first year of Flowdesk. Before my coffee gets cold though, let's get back to the episode. I hope this really does show anyone who's tuning into this episode, whether you're listening to this in October or in the future, that setting these goals based on how old you are is so toxic to yourself and your mental health. I swear I made myself cry more times than not just based on my own thoughts that I was telling myself that I was behind in life and uh, we are our own worst enemies. Every year will look so different and life really can change at any moment. I've tried to embrace in this past year more of a lifestyle where I take each day, month, and year and just go with it when it comes to my personal life. Whatever feels right, I do. And if it doesn't feel right, it means you're just meant for something better. Aside from my personal life, which is so hard to talk about here, I had financial goals I thought I would have hit by my age as well. I truly don't like talking about finances with anybody. I don't like telling people how much I make on a yearly basis or what I pulled in in sales for the month. I just don't. I feel like it's something that I've always just preferred to be more on a personal basis because I think financial goals are different for everybody and I'm open-minded to whatever that is for for anybody else. And I think when you start putting numbers, the self-comparison comes in for anybody. So I just prefer always to leave it out. I think that's why I am so tired of seeing people promoting online how to make X amount in this constrained timeline. I believe let's just work to make the amount of money that suits our the lifestyle that we want because everybody's lifestyle looks so different. I thought I would be some corporate woman eight years ago making 150k plus probably as a curator at an art gallery. You know, something of that aspect because I started off in art history. I actually think this is kind of funny because life really did shift. Um, It's funny how much your life can change in something of like just eight years. I know it sounds like a lot, but it really does fly by and your life can really change. I am truly uh, financially happy with where I am at, but I still am hard on myself, especially with Canada's. Okay, wait, no. Well, particularly the Toronto area's housing market and even just surviving at this point with the cost of groceries and going out for food or even if you have disposable income to go on vacations. It costs so much to even just be a human these days. I am someone who actually enjoys running my business's numbers and I think 20-year-old me wouldn't believe that for a second. I am so bad at math. I don't even care to admit this on the podcast, but financial literacy has become something in my late 20s that I've been enjoying a lot more. I want to see where I'm at. I want to understand how much money I have, disposable income, or what I need to save on, or what I need to pull back on, setting myself a budget. I don't ever want to put myself in a hard situation that would be so hard to take myself out of. I really do hold myself accountable to my spending and, and budgeting system, but Like any other human, I have off days where I just want to grab Starbucks or spoil myself with a shopping spree. And I think anybody deserves that at any point when you can do it. So yeah, I can get hard on myself about this when I log into social media and see some individuals posting some hauls where I can tell they spent 500 plus on makeup, decor, clothing items, anything of that nature. Because personally, 
I just can't bring myself to do that on a frequent basis. I really do fall into the trap of comparison and wondering how much this person makes to be able to spend this type of money. And I'm sure some of you can relate to this. That's what I mean. Like I, I'm truly positive that one of you listening right now can be like, girl, same. I have fully recorded an episode on comparison because of social media here on Bring Up Creativity. This is what I mean in that it is a work in progress, fighting self-doubt and comparison when it comes to your age and what you thought you'd be making or doing in your business by now. My takeaway, I should be so damn proud of myself for running this business in any way. And that is my full-time job. And rest assured, I actually really do thank God every day for this opportunity and that I worked as hard as I did to get here. It was through a lot of consistency that I often don't give myself credit for a lot. I used to call it luck to people. Like, oh, I guess, yeah, it was just really good luck that I, you know, I'm able to do this. But no, it was it was a lot of hard work and taking leaps along the way that scared the shit out of me. I remember when I first started, I was working six-day weeks. I took Sundays off. I was working Saturdays or I had a couple of jobs on the go or I was full-time in school and doing this on the side. Like, there were so many stages in my life where it wasn't like this. So I don't know why I didn't want to give myself the credit of saying that it was hard work and it was just luck. Really, it was hard work and running a business will forever be hard work. And uh, I just want to say, like, I am still and forever will be a student. I will have good and bad years in business to come. That is so scary to say, but here we are. We can't set a number on our age for business success. That's one thing I have learned. Our age has nothing to do with success. I know people in their retirement who fully reached their financial freedom. While I know people in their early 20s who did it, everyone's journey is so damn different. And I'm just learning to accept that for myself. I'm going to turn this into a, a positive note. I am nervous, but excited about my birthday and getting older. I think this might be my best year yet. Just a hunch or a gut feeling I have. I think I'll be traveling more, adding more to my business than ever. But again, I really am trying to live in the moment. I am really looking forward to a few things. Like I said, traveling being one, I want to make time to experience new places and food if, you know, the year goes as, as I project and I hope for. I'm looking forward to working with new clients and expanding my networking circle even more. I've met so many amazing people through this podcast, just in general of running my business. I truly value even my friends on an international basis that I've met online through my business. I'm looking forward to seeing how my business evolves and continuing to work on what feels good for me and at that time in my business, whatever that might be. I'm looking forward to making new memories with the loved ones in my life. I think this is probably I should have said this one first. I would be nowhere without the people that I love. And I'm looking forward to cooking new foods and experiencing new flavors. I'm looking forward to focusing on me and my mental health and scrapping the beliefs I had on aging before. Getting older is a blessing. It shouldn't be glamorized or forced like I thought being older would make me sound smarter or wiser years ago. Now that I'm older, I'm hopping on the retinol and dyeing my gray hairs. Like I swear there's pros and cons to every age. It's just funny how our mindset shifts as we go. And this is what I mean. We all can relate to this. And I've been there and had these thoughts at some point. There's actually a quote I came across on Pinterest one day. And it was, we age not by years, but by stories. 
And I love this damn quote for reasons you can now see from listening and getting to this point in the episode. I think defining our years on this earth by stories and not years and scrapping the numerical value of what we actually are turning on our birthday is so much healthier for ourselves. And it's true. We're built upon stories and memories. And that's who makes us who we are. Why not define us by by that instead? I'm really discovering that as I grow older and wiser, I'm being humbled in the fact that there's so much I still don't understand and will learn over time. It makes me so happy to say that my inner child grows stronger in me each year. I say this because I still take on passion projects and hobbies that 12-year-old me would love to know that I'm still doing. So I hope to those listening today that if you've been wanting to do these things and you thought, oh, well, I haven't done them since I was a child and it would be weird. It's not weird. We all have an inner child and they're in there because they we all want to have fun and we all want to make time for it. We all we all do. And everybody's inner child is different. Maybe it is that you want to take up the sport that you played and join an adult league or you're like me and you want to pick up illustrating again. And, uh, you know, like it's really anything like your inner child will be in there. I don't care how old you are. It's always there. So don't suppress it. There's so much more to making a happy life for yourself than the number that you are. I wish I could tell my younger self to stop being so serious about my age, whether I felt I was too young to be taken seriously or before when I felt I wanted to be a certain at a certain point in my life by a certain age. So creatives, I know this was a shorter episode, but just live your life and forget your age. I'm sure you could take that away from what I was just talking about. Maybe it was a little repetitive, but that's what today's episode truly was about. So thank you for tuning in and celebrating my birthday with me. And last but not least, to any other October babies tuning in right now, happy birthday. I hope this episode meant something for you in any way as it did me. And if it is your birthday this month, please don't hesitate to drop a comment over on social media once this goes live and we have posted about it to let us know so we can personally send you a happy birthday message. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. We're always brewing out something new for all of you to tune into and love hearing from you. Our team over here on Brewing Up Creativity would love it if you joined our community in any capacity, whether it be checking us out on Instagram at Bring Up Creativity or leaving a review to help us better serve you as listeners. If you're looking to join or sponsor an episode, reach out to us through email, which is linked in our episode's show notes below. Thanks, creatives.